this week, one bridezilla doesn't let the quarantine stop her from doing Zilla shit. And in the Hamptons, the CEO of Goldman Sachs DJs a concert. Upon further reflection, no one's surprised. And John Wick still sucks. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Hello and welcome to another rousing, riveting educational venture here at the Fake Outrage Report. My name is Phil Causey with you as always. And with me as always is the browner, better educated, and uh, back from Chicago, Sandeep Sen. Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, I'm traveling back and forth, I guess. And uh, I decided things saying I'm quarantining for 14 days, coming wow. from Illinois. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess Illinois is one of the states that... You'd think it would be the opposite, because New York is so densely populated. Yeah, no, I didn't think Illinois' caseload was that high, but uh, I guess that's we're one of the states. Oh, well, that's so you have to sit in your apartment by yourself for 14 days. Now, how is that different from how you were normally living? Uh, it's true, you know. I'd <laughs> Yeah, um, I guess no. I guess no takeouts anymore. Oh, you are you not even doing? Oh, so you're only cooking uh, Indian food. So what is that? It's like lentil, lentil beans, and uh, what else? How yeah, you know, uh, monkey brains. If you watch Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, <laughs> I, I rewatched that movie uh, on Netflix. God, that's a terrible movie. You know, I you shut the fuck up. I'm jumping in right now. That is not a terrible film. That is an enjoyable film. I do like Temple of Doom. It is quite a, a rousing adventure. I that is a great that. segue into introducing our guest, by the way, because uh, Kevin Goatee, by the way, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks um, for having me, guys. Good it's be been back. a while, because last time we had Kevin on the show, and this is true, this, it was during the initial run of, the, of this, back when you weren't even hosting yet with me, Sandeep, and we recorded in a, 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 a uh, mall food court with a Jay, Kevin, and me in, like, somewhere in Manhattan. I know exactly where it is, because I get, I, I have a... Uh, my day job takes me to that neck of the woods. My number one writing doctor is over that way. It was on like, uh, it was 53rd and Lex right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. where it is. I do it all the time. Normally, I, we, we would do it outside because we have mobile equipment, but it was cold as shit out that day. So we, we opted to do it in the food court. Right. Um, but yeah, so anyway, you were talking about movies. Kevin Goatee has a, a great podcast out right now called Gutting the Sacred Cow. Yes. Um, which is a, basically, it's about you take movies that everyone just sort of presumes are amazing and are classics, and you shit on them. Is that my right? Oh my God, that? how did Temple of Doom not make this podcast? Well, I rewatched it. I don't understand how is anyone upset about Apu, and then Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom gets some kind of pass. The Simpsons is way better and more respectful to India than that Temple of Oh my God, I'm like, how did this, I love this movie. I remember loving the movie. First of all, it was yeah. Sri Lanka, not India in the film. So. <laughs> We'll yeah, you racist, Sandeep. No, <laughs> so, no, no, no. It, it, in the film, in the film, they they like showed a map and like I guess the plane like crashed and it crashed in India. They yeah, they said. but but it was filmed in Sri Lanka. I'm just busting balls. Oh, no, filmed so, it. Phil, yeah, Phil, you kind of have it right. So we invite our guests on. They pick the film that they mm -hmm. find overrated or hates. Their job is to convince us if. You know, to see their arguments, and then we decide if they've done enough to, quote, gut the sacred cow. Sometimes we agree with them. Sometimes it's a split decision. Sometimes we're both dead set against them. So oh, it so really it's kind of like this show. It's kind of like a, shit. Yeah. Have me on for John Wick. Have you had, has anyone done oh, John you, Wick on you your son show? Of a bitch. Oh, that's a good fucking film, and uh, I'll see you in hell. You <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. All right. <laughs> that's one for the good guys. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, also, I just wanted to mention Kevin's other projects that uh, we have on here. Also is the host of Comics Watching Comics, which is on Amazon, I believe. Is that correct? That is correct. Amazon Prime. 
Yes, you want to watch some stand-up, definitely check out that. And do you still do um, Safe Word, or is that uh, no longer? No, that's gone the way of the dodo. Monica Vita, my co-host, has moved to Denver about four years ago, so that kind of died. We did Mm -hmm. a few episodes after that without her, and it just wasn't the same, so I said, scrap it. And it wasn't, you know, listen, it, it was good, it was fun, but it wasn't doing what, what we, we didn't put our heart and souls into that one like we are with Cutting the Sacred Cow, to be honest. And we're doing fantasy football jibber-jabber NFL season. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot to have yeah, that written, that's written down right there. As well, so. Yeah, so if you're into football, definitely check that out. Yeah, are, are, we, uh, are we ready to get into some outrage here? Uh, let's do it. All right, let's get into some um, outrage. Uh, do you want to do mine or yours first today, Sandeep? What do you think? Uh... Which one Let's, was uh, yours? I don't even remember. It was the it was the wedding invitation. This is my favorite genre of outrage: uh, uh, obnoxious wedding invitations. Yeah. So um, there was a photo of an actual wedding invitation that was shared on Twitter, and I was going to summarize it, but I think I should just read the actual uh, the actual photo, or okay. yeah, read the actual invitation. Dear friends and family. Please understand that our venue is limited in the number of guests we'll be able to accommodate on our wedding day. As much as we would love to have each and every one of you join us on our big day, we're forced to split our guests into groups to ensure we don't surpass capacity restrictions. Group A, please RSVP as soon as possible. We appreciate your promptness and we'll be able to extend any vacant seats to avail additional guests. Group B and C, Please keep a close watch on our wedding website for notice that we have space available. <laughs> if you already know you're unable to join us, it's helpful if you decline via the RSVP function on our website. Wow. That is so, so <laughs> these people are ESPN power ranking their friends, basically. Yes. And they're letting everyone know where they stand. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. It's like you're on the waiting list. I like how there is a group, by the way, in the, in the wedding invitation, Group B and C is equally shitty, right? You're you're still equally shitty footage. Yeah. You're like A gets their first pick, and then groups B and C just have to keep checking the website. Why even have a group C? You just you're still not getting first dibs. You're still checking the website to see if there's availability, but you still have to let them know that they're still not good enough for group B. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's you know what it feels like? It feels like when you're boarding a flight and you're on like boarding group like F or G. Yeah. No, I don't fly that little. Uh, I don't fly Southwest, Phil. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I I only fly with like the bullshit discount tickets. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> I've only once or twice in my life been able to board in the first two or three groups ever. Like I'm always like the last to get on the plane. That's what it feels like. I don't know. Wow. So what, what were some of the responses to this? Uh, well, my my favorite one was, "Can you pay twelve ninety nine for priority attendance? Will there be center seats at this wedding? How much? How many bags can you bring?" Yes. <laughs> All right. So I'm not alone in the, the airplane analogy. That, that, yeah. That's funny. I mean, I would be pretty fucking insulted because here's the thing, though, is that, you know, was there a listing of group A and B on each card or just saying your card like you're in B or you're in C or whatever? Because it like I, I'm the kind of person that I'm so petty. I would look at it and be like, who the fuck made group A? Who do you think is better than me? You know, like that, that's where I'd be at. That well, was, that they're inviting the people that they know who are going to actually pay their shit with their plate chairs instead of the cheap fucks who don't. That's what they're doing. Duh. <laughs> oh, is that is that okay? Maybe so it's a cost thing, maybe. You're gonna invite people. Listen, I had I'm married, I did the wedding mm-hmm. thing. You you wanna make sure if you have people are on the cusp, don't you wanna say, 
let's say everything all equal. You've known them for the, for the same amount of time. You know, you've had, you hang out with them the same, you know, regularly, whatever. Don't you rather, wouldn't you rather have someone out there that you know is going to at least cover their plate? Forget making more than that. You, every, weddings are, wed, are, are money losers. We know that. Wouldn't you rather mm-hmm. say, let's have the guy or gal show up who's actually going to cover their plate as opposed to someone's just going to roll in there with a, with a two wadded up $20 bills and say, here you go. But wait a minute, this plate costs two fifty dollars a pop. I would go with choice. Wait, aren't weddings usually paid for by the people having the wedding though? Yeah, they are. And you know how much those things cost? A lot. Yeah. Oh no. They're, they're absolutely, they're a fuck ton of money. I've never been married. Sandeep also never been married. So you don't say Phil, you don't I, say. I'm glad to have, <laughs> yeah, no. Really, Being in your parents' basement, that kind of, that kind of clued me in there. Hey, I, I am not above a bit. I'm actually above the garage. I am not in a basement. Okay. I resent <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what though? As listen, there's nothing that makes me fucking angrier than getting a wedding invite in the mail. My God. Damn it anyway. Like yeah. let me tell you, I want to tell you this this story because it actually is is it's it's part of my bit, my act, but I love the story. My buddy Mike, fuck it, I'll use his name, like he's gonna listen to this anyway. My buddy Mike <laughs> had the audacity a year and a half in advance to us, hey man, we're gonna have our wedding um on Labor Day weekend in Newport, Rhode Island. But guess who's not from there or his wife is? I go, let me get this straight. You want me to come drive four states up, stash my kid with my parents or my in-laws, who they have shit, they have shit to do over fucking Labor Day weekend, too. I have shit. My, one of my best friends was a massive party every Labor Day. You want to drive up Labor Day weekend to Newport, Rhode Island, through that traffic, Oh, by the way, hotel, you're ready for this? The hotel where they're doing this? A oh. three nights minimum. Wait, can I guess? $500 a night. Okay, I, I was going to go a little lower than that. But yeah, I mean, Newport, Rhode Island, for those of you who, who don't know uh, what it is, is it's sort of, it's it's a rich, old whitey, uh, old money sort of place to visit. It's right on the water in Rhode Island. And we're our next story is about rich white people. So we're going to get to that in a minute. But yeah, it's not a cheap place to visit by any means. So the fact that he asked you to drive up Route 95 during one of the biggest traffic weekends of the summer to watch his ass get married. Yeah, that, that dude's not your friend, Kevin. 1500 Oh, then he went and he goes, this is great. His bachelor party goes, first he goes, let's try, um, I forgot, oh, Ireland. I'm like, oh, great. Let's go to fucking Ireland. No, thank you. Then he goes, let's go to Prague. I'm like, Prague is cool. I've been to Prague. It's not on the Euro. It's fucking great. It's, it's, it's fantastic. I'll go to Prague. But the wife shot that down because, you know, fun. So yeah, then, yeah. You, know where, you know where he ended up having his, well, one of two bachelor parties. I orchestrated the second one. His other bachelor party where he had it. Like an apple orchard or something? Turks and Caicos. I'm like, I went there with my wife, <laughs> asshole, on our baby. You know, it was, it, she was pregnant at the time with my buddy and his wife. We all went together. But that's a couple's fucking vacation, you idiot. That's not a bachelor party destination at an all-inclusive club med. No, thank you. Drink watered-down vodka with people who wear country fucking Western hats in a (laughs) pool? Suck my dick, Mike. Wait, isn't that where you go, Sandeep? Oh, I've been to to the club med many times. (laughs) In Turks and Caicos? In, In Turks and Caicos. I've been to that club med. How? Uh, I've never, I went to the, we went to the, oh God, what was the name of it? I got to look it up. But we stayed the one, it was like a stone's throw from the Gansevoort, right? That little strip down the way. Uh, the wind song, that's what it was called. That's what we stayed for uh, my wife. But yeah, I'm not doing a bachelor party at a fucking club men in Turks and Caicos, guys. Nothing, and this uh, is the issue with the, the destination wedding. And they always say the same reason. 
when you ask them why, they're always like, we only really wanted people that cared about us to come to our wedding. Yeah, if you really know poor care, people you have can't more care. people come to your actual wedding somewhere that's local. Yeah, exactly. And what does it prove if you go to an island paradise? Who cares about you? If you want to know who cares about you, have your wedding in Detroit. You know, <laughs> those are the troopers. Which begs the question, what do you guys think is worse? Do you think it's worse to have like a, like a destination, like a Newport wedding? Yes, or, yes. Or worse to have like a straight up redneck backyard white trash like barbecue wedding? At least yeah. I don't have to go far for the backyard. Yeah. 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 I would okay. I, I'd rather have that be all weddings. <laughs> Just someone's backyard. <laughs> what, what, the is only the, time... what is this couple thinking? What, yeah. The only time you get on a plane is for a bachelor party because that's going to be truly the last dance for that guy. And it's fun. All bunch of dudes hanging out. But if I had to, I'll give you a one state radius for driving. I'll go to well, Connecticut. I'll go to, okay, so I'm in Jer North Jersey. So I'm, I'm zipping through. I give you a one state radius. Anything else, eat my ass. My, I used to work with another guy. He goes, hey, we're going to get married. Why don't you come down to Cancun over spring break? I go, no, I'm four. I'm, this is like two or three years ago. I'm like, I'm not going to Cancun. Yeah, what are you, crazy? Your wedding? Fuck you. You like, these, get mad at me. I didn't, realize, the, I didn't realize you had a... What's the that? beauty is you have a kid. And I feel like as a kid, you can get out of anything you want to get out of. I, you listen, gotta I use mean, that kid. I, you're right. It does help. But I'd still say, no, you're being an asshole. I had another comic actually invited me to his wedding. It got canceled in California. I go, no. I'm not, why would I get on a plane for your wedding to go to California? The fucking lack of self-awareness that comedians have is astounding. I, I think it's most people these days, especially people when they're going to get married. Let me ask you something, Kevin. So it sounds like you've been to a good amount of weddings in your life. I've been to a good amount. I'm sure. well over 10. I don't know what my actual number is anymore. But what percentage of those are even still together? That is a good question. Uh, uh, I'm going to break. I'm going to buck the odds. And I'm going to say ballpark, give or take, 75% are still together. Wow. Cause see, I know. For, for I know. Me, for me, it's like 60, 40 in the other direction. Yeah. I it's believe like, it. Yeah. And, and, and two of them that were divorced got divorced within like three months. It was oh, you fucking get your gift back. Yeah, we you know where you're back from. Then? Hmm? Did you get your gift back? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I only do. I see the thing is, I usually just do the card with like hundred, yeah, a couple hundred bucks. Cause yeah, I, I don't, if I, especially if I have to fucking fly somewhere, I'm not going to try to fit a fucking blender or some stupid shit in my suitcase. You know what I mean? Bro, Amazon ships, pal. That's all you have to know. Yeah. I have a ship to the hotel. That's true. What were you saying, Sandy? Uh, yeah. I was saying we know where you're from. We, we figured uh, <laughs> your, your, your divorce ratio would have been higher. <laughs> Checks out. All right. So as far as this, um, the, the group A, B and the C thing goes, um, it's funny, we, we didn't directly address their situation, but based on the other discussion we had, I feel like this is pretty easy to call legit outrage. Oh, yeah. What? What are they thinking? Everyone, yeah. we all, everyone knows there's an A group, group and a B group. You don't tell people that they're part of the A group or B group. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, you, you know, like to, to tell somebody that you're like, you're on the alternate list. That's fucking crazy. You know, yeah, and that's what you say. I'm not on any list. Cause I'm not coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, Oh, you're not coming. Great. We'll have somebody from group C. Here we go. So anyway, so legit outrage on that one. I, there's uh, and, one more funny thing. I just want to say is that yeah. to, to add insult to injury, they're like, if you're on the B and C group, keep checking the website to see if you're, if you're if you're invited so if you're not only are you on the b and c group and they're letting you know and for some reason just to just to just to twist the twist the the lemon peeler up your ass that you're on the c group 
then it's your responsibility to check the website, like refresh it every day. Like, am I, did I get in yet? Did I get in yet? Oh yeah. no. They won't even have the fucking decency to be like, hey, we, if you want to come, like you can come now. They won't, they won't let you know. You have to be just constantly checking the website, refreshing it every hour to see if now they'll grace you with their presence. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's I feel like it's the opposite. It's like, dude, you want me to fucking come to your wedding or not? <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? All right. Fucking tone deaf. So God, it's like they're so trying to, they're trying to get you concert tickets. Like, oh, wait, the, the first set of tickets were sold out. Let me see if standby tickets are sold so you can go see this concert. Like, suck a dick. They should have just called it standby to just, just go all the way with it if you're going to insult your friends that much. Uh, so a minute ago, we mentioned rich white people. And this next story comes to us from a place that's very culturally similar to Newport from the Hamptons, which is just south across the water from Newport. And this happened a few weeks ago where uh, – this there was a concert that took place there. Not I don't mean like a Zoom concert, like people are doing for their comedy shows. I mean they actually had a concert, and it was uh, supposed to be a charity drive-in concert where you drive up and you listen to your whatever. But thousands of people showed up, and it was it was a dance music concert with a group called the Chain Smokers. Yeah. Um, more like the Pulse Smokers, right? Because dance music sucks. Shut up, fucking stupid. It's good. Had to get <laughs> had to get that in there. Um. So anyway. So the chain smokers had their concert. Thousands of people showed up and there were a lot of videos and pictures floating around online of like people just getting out of their cars, nobody wearing masks, everyone dancing around in clusters. So there was a lot of, it's, it's the general coronavirus outrage that we have sort of from this era where whenever anybody sees anybody else having fun, they just instantly get triggered and pissed off and have to tweet about it. That's sort of uh, how this went here. So a lot of people on Twitter were mad about it, saying these are rich, spoiled white people, and they're putting everyone else at risk. The normal sort of corona stuff. Um, so, no, uh, Kevin, do you, do you feel left out that you didn't go to that concert? You, <laughs> you, I feel like you're... You know, I didn't get my Illuminati invitation, which means, I guess, I'm not on the ends as I thought I was, because I was not asked to go uh, sacrifice three virgins over <laughs> in the Hamptons. So, no, here's the thing. Those people... Uh, white people are going to just they're going to infect themselves so for all you eat the rich people which i don't get all those mm -hmm. people are like oh fuck them for doing that yeah do you think they're going to hang out with the common likes of you no they'll be in their penthouses on the top of the you know on 58th street right there in the park right on the right by the park they're not going to infect you they'll infect their help they'll infect their kids they're not going to infect joe schmo they're quarantining out there they're quarantining in, in the city again on the top of the penthouse they're not going to come in contact with you guys. That's yeah, it. and I also feel, yeah, I think you're right. That it just kind of bring up a good point of like natural selection. Like it's like, you know what? Let these fucking retards party, you know? That, that's how that goes. But this story gets even lamer. It gets even weirder because the, uh, the opening DJ set before the Chainsmokers came on was, uh, it wasn't like a regular DJ. It was the CEO of Goldman Sachs <laughs> in a DJing set. Uh, David Solomon, the CEO of a bank. If Paris Hilton can do it, why the fuck can't he do it? I just imagine getting coronavirus and being put on a ventilator because you went to a concert where the CEO of a bank was doing a DJ set. What was he playing? Like, got your money, got, got your money, got your money. No. Foreclosure, foreclosure, uh, uh, foreclosure. <laughs> yeah. No remix of Pink Floyd's Money. Just just techno remixes of, of Bob Seger's songs. That's all he played for a full hour. No, um, yeah, so I, I thought that was that was just kind of really funny because it, it's like, hey, we all know that EDM is pretty lame. And, oh, you know, Phil 
with this edm is good the right edm a lot of it's not good okay but how can we make the edm lamer i know let's get a fucking 70 year old white guy from the hamptons to fucking do he's some- playing the music <laughs> he's not making the music himself he's playing the music Big yeah, deal. well, and then that's the other thing, too, is that, like, D- everyone thinks, like, DJs are cool. It's like, I know a few DJs, and most of them will even admit to you, and even Dead Mouse, who is a famous DJ, admitted this a few years ago, where he's like, yeah, we don't do anything live. Like, that's what the lights are for and, like, the weird smoke, because everything is pre-programmed. We literally just show up and hit fucking play. You know? Right. So this guy, David Solomon, and he actually has his DJ name of Diesel, which... I'm, I wish we're a joke, but no, that's actually what he did. That's what happened out there in the Hamptons. Um, so, so no, Kevin, you, you, you seem uh, sort of, I was expecting you to be shitting on this with me. So I, I'm a little, little thrown back here. How do you feel overall about the outrage with the uh, Hamptons concert here? Again, it, I just don't, listen, it's dumb to do it. I'm not sitting here and, and giving these people a pat in the back and I'm not, it's not doing it, but it's never going to, it's not going to affect me. I'm not going to pretend <laughs> to get all, Oh, what it is is it's just the the media's chance to whip out again and, and just whip out shit against white people. It's like oh, here are white people doing dumb <laughs> shit, uh-huh, you know. But yeah. now, if it was a different story, different type of people, different group of people, it might be on the on the lower side. But right now, it's okay to make white people the whipping boys for what's going on and whatnot. So any chance for that? Ha ha ha! Oh, look at that CEO DJing. How dare he have fun? I, okay, I- whatever. I totally agree. I totally agree with Kevin. Thank you, Sandy. I just think it's lame that he was DJing in the first place. After watching all the protests outside and, and no one's getting upset, to, you cannot fucking get mad at this concert. Um, you can't be like, well, it's like the coronavirus doesn't care whether you're out there for a frivolous reason or a good reason. And if you're caring about, if, if you're purporting to care about the spread of corona, then you gotta, you know, get a- a- angry at all congregation like that and this this seems like totally targeted at white people also i just want to say one thing it's hard to i'm tired of people posting pictures of everyone gathered outside and acting like it's the same thing as like even half that in inside like it, the whole social distancing thing is if you're outside it's really easy to be within six six feet away from someone else and then if you show like a whole field it looks like there are a lot of people but you have to really get close to see okay wait were they really not social distancing because outside, it's really easy to social distance. It's really easy to stay. It's weird. Like, if you're in a bar, it's weird to, like, be six feet from someone. But outside, it's kind of weird to not be within six feet of someone. Because, like, you just naturally yeah. go, your personal space is... Well, in, in the specific in the instance of this concert, the pictures that I did see and the videos that I did see, it was, like, regular concert levels of crowding with no masks involved. But actually, that was um, you brought up a really good point a second ago with the whole like comparing it to protest thing. I actually didn't even think that think of that when I was uh, reading this the story. On, the only thing is this. The only thing is this, Sandy. But I agree with you about ninety nine percent of that is because all the photos and the footage we saw of the protesters, they were wearing masks, obviously mm-hmm. to hide their own identity from doing looting, possibly. But a <laughs> lot of them were still wearing masks. Where they say, and they they say in, in quotes because you don't see many photos of it showing for evidence for or against it, they were saying that the people at the Hamptons party were not wearing masks. But again, no real photographic evidence of them doing so or not doing so. In the story that Phil said, it, they showed some photos and it seemed like the normal wa- mask wearing. It seemed like the same percentage as like the protests, which is like there's okay. people with masks, there are people without masks. You got the chin mask thing going on, which isn't really a mask. You got the, you got the nose coming out of the mask, which also <laughs> isn't really a mask. And uh, 
it's always it's always runs that gamut. Yeah, I sure. you know I I think that the uh, as far as the outrage goes in this one, I'm I'm gonna stick with legit just because I think anybody who's doing any type of gathering right now and putting one on is it's kind of selfish. It is, and that that includes people by the way that are doing uh you know the fucking rooftop comedy shows and people who are you know trying to do really any kind of gathering. I I think it's uh you know because every state that's tried to reopen too quickly all the cases just spiked there and this is sort of uh you know accelerating that process so i I have to say for safety reasons i gotta stick with legit although all the things you guys are saying are some of them are pretty good points all right well i want to give my reading because i I don't give my opinion because it's the opposite. So I want Kevin to be the deal. Oh, the, okay. We always like our guests to be the tiebreaker. But <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I made the, I think it's bullshit. If you're going to, I think it's it's exact same. Um, it seemed the exact same density as a lot of the protests. It looked to be like the same kind of thing going on with like a lot of people were wearing masks somewhere. I do feel like outdoors, it is really, it's really easy to make it look like people aren't. If, but when you, because if you take it from top, you just look a lot of people, but Outdoors, it's it's pretty hard to to spread it. You have to be in close quarters, like in a bar, which people aren't in. Even though it might look like that in outdoors, it just there just is space between people. But um, except like groups of people that know each other. But anyway, and then there's the protest thing, fake outrage. Kevin, All right, tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Fuck it. I'm with you, Standy. Fake outrage. Cut the horse shit. It's it, the, the, the double standard is out there and I'm sick of it. Shut the fuck up. You, you can't have it your way. You can't have a cake and eat it to. I'm with you. Double standard all the way. Therefore, it is fake outrage. We're all right. looking at the protests in Portland, right? Like they're going on now. Every, that, all that footage is they're pretty packed in there yelling. And yeah. Yelling's yeah. Worse too. Yeah. Well, the thing, I have enough faith though in the coronavirus to know that it knows that dance music sucks <laughs> the coronavirus I, I have enough faith in it to know that it probably hates the ceo of goldman sachs but anyway uh two to one no that's one of the mutations of coronavirus it knows <laughs> that if you're like for a good cause if you're yelling then it won't <laughs> absolutely uh so two to one fake outrage on that one i am outvoted and now we get to the part where we ask our guest kevin is there anything that you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on well, I would love to, but I'm white and a straight male, so I'm not allowed to have these opinions here. So, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately that, that segment, and I don't want to be canceled because I'm trying to get a podcast and other shit off the ground. So, I'll, uh, <laughs> it's just, it, it's just, it's the hypocrisy of everything. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm going to preface this by saying I am not a Trump guy, but can someone, Yeah, I'm not, not going to say but because that negates everything I'm saying. I'm not a Trump guy. Mm-hmm. I just want to find someone who says that they're for Biden with reasons for being for Biden. Mm-hmm. Out saying he's not Trump. That's what I want. I want. I want hard and fast reason and logic. Uh, past performances or or, or 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 platforms that he's outlined that he's you're for this guy. I'm by so I'm abstaining abstaining. Excuse me from mm-hmm. this election again. But I, I want people to stop saying, "Hey, well, I'm for why because he's just not Trump." Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. Well, it's not really the best thing. I understand why, but it's not really. The best idea to have in mind is just because it's just not the other person. You know, it's funny, too, because I, I not to, like, go all the way into politics. But fuck it. It's elections coming up. We can do a little on this show here and there. It's funny. I don't know a single person who had Biden even in their top, like, five or eight choices. <laughs> and yet 10 or 20. Yeah. And somehow he fucking got the nomination. Like, I really don't get it. I mean, maybe I'm just in the, because I was living in New York City up until a few months ago, but even out here in, in rural America, I haven't seen a single Biden sign on anybody's fucking law, and I haven't seen anybody repping the Biden but gear. people so. like the Democratic Party platform over the Republican 
platform, or if you're, there are many reasons to like the Democratic Party platform over the Republican Party platform. No, sure, but Kevin's Biden saying specifically the, the figure of, mm -hmm. uh, that's what you're saying, right, Kevin? You're, you're, you're yeah. saying it, it's the actual man. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's because, because again, they're just like, oh, it's not Trump. That's good enough for me. Like, ah, I want to, you want to have some, uh, you know, bullets in the chamber if someone wants to have, a, if some Trump fan wants to have an argument with you and say, hey, this is what Trump has done or he's going to do. What, what can you say that Biden is going to do? Nothing. There's nothing out there. He's like, I've got this, that, and the other thing. Already to go. The nice step in office. Win. Well, they haven't. They haven't released the official platform yet. Oh, by the way, we are just for record. We are recording this on August third on Monday, just in case they release the, the full campaign platform on the fourth or fifth or something. Um, yeah, I I, I kind of see your your but point. You know there, what Cindy, it is but... like. Move towards Obamacare, more funding for college education, believing that global warming is not a fake thing. I mean, you know, yeah. you all know that we all know the general actually, things of what a Democrat's going to be for. That actually is one thing. Like his, his environmental plan that came out last week actually is pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, like, we all right. know they're going to say there's an environmental plan as opposed to it's not it's not a it's not a real yeah as opposed thing. to clean clean coal. This <laughs> fucking <laughs> Trump's plan. Um, all right, so you know that that's a good uh, good place to go there. See, seeing that both candidates are piles of shit, which uh, hey, I, I don't disagree with that at all. There, Kevin, that's uh, right. that's a good place to to uh, end right there. So anyway, thank you all for listening. Give us that five-star review on iTunes. If you get a minute, we do definitely appreciate that. Um, you can email us at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Um, I am on the grams and the tweets over at fucking Phil. That's P-H-U-C-K-I-N underscore P-H-I-L-L. Sandeep, you're on there too. I don't know how to spell yours. How do you do it? It's S-A-N-D-E-E-P-S-E-N. Okay, That's there we go. Time. I love how you don't know how to spell his your co-host. How many episodes have you guys done together yet you don't know his Instagram well, or Well, no, cuz he the thing is he he goes back and forth between the two spellings of his first name depending on whether he's I've doing changed it. Yeah. Um What are you witness protection? Well, no, he's a doctor in real life, so he, he No, tries I know to that. I'm just <laughs> Um and then of course, definitely check out Gutting the Sacred Cow and Kevin, where do they find you? You can find, well, guttingthesacredcow.com is everything. We have every day, Monday through Friday, different lists. Like today is our list of 10, top 10 films we think that should, well, this is going to whatever backlog, but top yeah. 10 TV shows we think should have been also made a film. We do movie news. We do sequels that we want to see or that we've never asked for. We also have on Gutting the Sacred Cow our own merch store. So feel free to go over, mosey over and buy a cup, bag, shirt, hat, whatever you want. And guttingthesacredcow.com also has all the links to all whatever podcast platform you're on, as well mm -hmm. as access to our YouTube page so you can see us through the episode. But guttingthesacredcow.com has everything. KevinGoatee.com for what dates? I don't know. They keep getting canceled. That's great. Yeah, I hear you. And the uh, Kevin Goatee on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And Gutting the Sacred Cow, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Sounds like you guys put a lot more effort into that than we put in this. Anyway. Uh, That's for sure. Before, <laughs> before we go, as always, Sandeep Sen. Any parting thoughts? Uh, Bill, you're definitely on the on the uh, on the B list of my uh, uh, on my invites for, uh, for oh, my Super man. Bowl party. Well, you know, once one of your Indian relatives finds out it's too expensive to travel there, I assume I'll be bumped up to Group A. Definitely. Yeah. All right. There we go. Thank you all. See you.